agencies. Our best defense has been social distancing. No handshaking, staying home when you're sick, washing your hands frequently. Did you wash your hands? Welcome to a special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. As we continue to deal with the coronavirus pandemic that has affected the world over, your hosts, Alvin and Edmund, will be joined by medical professionals that will keep you informed, safe, and healthy inside and out. And now, here are your hosts, Alvin and Edmund. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? This is Alvin. And Edmund. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing out there? Today is Thursday. Yes, Thursday. What you got in that bag, man? Hurry up and open up. I be uh, waiting on him to bring little, snacks and stuff. Snack, Take you so long. Let me see what is this, is this. Hey, yo, uh-huh. the ride over here today, man, it went back because I didn't actually come out of the house until it was time to leave. Okay. And get over here. Mm-hmm. So I had not even opened the curtains to see what the day was looking like. You didn't know what anything. God had brought or nothing. Huh? I didn't know what he had presented as far as a, okay, I don't a, like these. a, a picture out there until I got out there in it, man. And Ain't it's beautiful, it beautiful out there, bruh. Well, I, nice I, you know, I, I, uh, I always believe in opening my windows and door. I, I don't even close them, but definitely in the morning, I open them all. I want, I want God to bring it all in now. I don't, I don't yeah. want to miss nothing. That, some people like to have the curtains closed and just be like a vampire. It's like I like to close them at night. In the daytime, that's I a good open. time to close them. But <laughs> so some people okay with the with the curtains being open. Okay, at night. so living in Chicago, I don't know what it is. It's for the city thing. If you know it's in the city, a lot of times people don't have curtains. It's always like a lot of glass. Okay, most yeah. of the time. Yeah, uh, and I think I kind of fell into that for a while after living there. You just get to, I just always want to see. You want to see the view, and you don't be thinking about people looking into your space. Until Lil, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> now you know why I live now, right? So yeah. you know I don't have that. I st- so your your viewpoint is different. So yeah. I, it, I, for me, I, I don't get depends. Chance. Yeah, nobody where, can't see it. Where you're at, and and what level you're on. To yeah, well, you know, you know, that front part of my house is like a cross. I can see a cross over there, and I at the other folks over there. Although it's although it's skyline, I still can see the people over there on their on their side. But still, regardless, some people are just okay with that wherever their their home is, and and you know I've seen y'all got too many telescopes and and all these videos and stuff. And <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I ain't with all that. So you you wouldn't do the the like huge glass windows and, and I, I you know. will and I and I am and <clears throat> not not in this. So. Part of it is like that. I, I'm, I'm comfortable. I leave with those windows open, but the other part of it is not. I, and especially in the way I work, yeah, I can. I know they. I know it's although it's a. I, yeah, I'm kind of like you. I, I probably I kind of keep that partially closed, so you know the view is kind of obstructed a little bit. But now, now I, brought, I must say, as far as um, working and creativity, my very first. I just want to compare the two real quick. My very first studio, like uh-huh. I told you, it had no windows or anything. That was a portal that I created. And then I moved the last studio that I had, mm-hmm. actually, huge windows. Okay. I mean, just, you know, it was on the on the third floor, but, I mean, I'm not able now to do without that sunlight. Yeah, you have to have it, yeah. You know, I, I, yeah like you said, I How literally— How the tree's going to talk to you if you ain't man, got no sunlight? Man, that's know what, what I'm saying? talking about right there. Now, the next challenge is how can I have that and then, like, open the windows mm. to really capture that element of— uh, you know, nature. Okay. Yeah. So you uh, have to build that from the ground up. You don't have to build it from the ground. You just got to find the right place and have and, and just take some of that money you got and, and use it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you know, you got those hidden millionaires. I'm just saying. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Don't do it. Don't uh, do it. But anyway, <laughs> I don't know how many of you all watched the presidential debate. 
this yes. past week. It was uh, hopefully everybody tuned in. <laughs> yeah, it was quite a interesting thing to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so that's one down. They have another one coming up. Um, Kamala Harris is going to be debating um, Pence, so that's going to be quite the interesting. I'm sure it'll be a lot more civil than the regular presidential uh, type thing. I will encourage you all to make sure you vote after watching that debate. I know there's some points in that debate that makes you know you have to vote. Definitely. And and the only other thing I say about that, and this goes for all race of people, racism will not allow nobody to grow. At some point, the growth just gets stagnant. If there's hate and racism, nobody benefits from it. You know, you don't get a chance to enjoy just regular life because you're spending so much time hating, you're spending so much time disliking, and you don't get a chance to see how beautiful the world itself is. Speak on it, speak you know, on so, it. Uh, so any type of hate or racism type stuff is very much not needed in the world today. We need to uh, see if we can do something about, I guess, having more love. and. You can do something can. about it. Yeah, go vote and you shine your light. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So, even, so, even beyond the vote factor, there's a, there's a lot more, you know, that can be done. Know also, and uh, again, a lot of times, a lot of it starts with conversation on things. And uh, this whole COVID nineteen has been oh something very serious. Yes. But what it has done has opened up a lot of, you know, lines of communication that were very uncomfortable for it's people to have. The curtains off of people. It's shown a lot of things that were taking place previously mm-hmm. that you know we were aware of, and then some claim they weren't aware of. But now there's there's a reason to have that conversation. So. Where you get these what little honey oaks on? things from? These Grocery good. store. I like these right here. Okay. Yeah, we be having we be having snacks in here. So I'm I'm hooked on these. So these are whole grain. Mm-hmm. I'm hooked on the zapped potato chips. I'm so addicted to them things. The 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 voodoo, them things from the New Orleans. Them voodoo chips from New Orleans. I told you when you started eating them things. Man, them things addictive. So listen, they y'all. They've got too much seasoning stuff on them. Yeah, they do. But oh. it's it's something on them seasoning, something on that spice grandma them put on there, and you just. <laughs> I only want that much seasoning in my. Uh, Soul food. Soul food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you think it's too spicy or it's too salty? For, for me. Now, for okay. you, it, obviously, you Well, like I don't it. eat a lot of sodium, but them, them, something about the, the seasoning in those chips that just... It's, it's to me, it's Look like Jerry, it's look a at lot of the pot, like it has, like... I guess like the, they just put too much on. That's just for my, yeah, my yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. my choice. I, so, you know, I do slip off the wagon. I'm a vegetarian, but uh, I still eat eat uh, snack food sometime like that. Let me let me ask you this then, since you're always asking questions. All right, would would you ever do the um what is the uh the the the, the television show? There's so many and I, I would say naked and afraid, but that's mm. not the one I'm speaking of. Survivor. Would you do Survivor? And I was about to say because your 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 food selection would definitely it would change. I'm not eating no bugs and none of that stuff. Uh uh-uh. uh. And anyway that <laughs> Did that you? ain't something we usually do anyway. We do that if we have to do that. I mean, you let me get out there with some some things that I could, I mean, let, I, I could survive it. Okay. But I'm not going out there to get no check for no 200, for no 100,000. Well, no, it's, it's not about the money factor on that. Well, I'm not going to say it's not about, but I, that's included with it. But more so just questioning in your mind, is that something that you could possibly challenge yourself I, I to could do? do it. I could do it with with like-minded people i'd be nervous about people i don't know i'd be like you ain't looking like me you might try to do something to me out there in the woods okay all right stop right there stop right there stop right there we're just going like transition real quick okay so that element of the show survivor Mm -hmm. the way that we look at it right from our homes Mm -hmm. in comfort 
Right. You know, without AC or heat or whatever's going on. And we used food to in the kitchen, uh-huh. the whole nine. You mm-hmm. know, and we're watching them do that out mm-hmm. there for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it wouldn't be for the two hundred thousand. But some of those people, they're out there for the two hundred thousand. Oh, specifically. You know, but yeah. then some are out there because that's a, a love that they, they have. They do. They do. And then the other one may be just challenging. Excuse me, challenging themselves. Yeah. Well, you that- know. So I say that to say, if you think about it, that whole show is some people's reality in a it different is. format. Yeah. So when we sit here talking about Survivor and stuff like that and surviving off of, you know, things that you wouldn't necessarily choose to eat, it right. wouldn't be your number one choice. But, you know, families sometimes got to do what they got to yeah. do to make, you know, and that's beyond, the, I know you said bugs and stuff, but I'm just talking about food that's on, uh, I guess, a lower scale of what you would normally select, you know. And then yeah. in certain places we have what we call food deserts. Right. Where they don't have... The option for fresh vegetables and and, and yeah, and that's a, that's a show you don't sign up for. That's that's life at that point. But, if but it's, okay, yeah. but if it's if it's handed to you, what do you do? You, you know? do what you always okay, do. What you, you have do. to do. All right. Yeah. So that's one of the things that you know we we address and talk about. And it's easy to say, well, you know, I wouldn't do this, or you shouldn't do mm-hmm. this, or you shouldn't do that. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And, and you're that's right. A survival I, yeah. mode. If if yeah, but I'm talking about the survival where I gotta sign up to try to try it. No, but it's survival because I have to. Yeah. I mean, we do that every day. Exactly. You know how many times the burnt bologna on both sides until it uh, pump up in the middle and See, eat it almost every day. You didn't know you're supposed to put the little slit in there so the air can come through. Yeah, no, I like to see it pop up like oh, that okay. and then then make it pop up again. <laughs> then you cut it out to burn on both sides like the little thing <laughs> in the middle. Right. Yeah. And then and then you burn the rims of it all. Yeah. Oh my God. And then you put a whole bunch of mustard. <laughs> And hot dogs, and then you cook your French fry, put a whole bunch of ketchup and black pepper on. See, see that uh, that is probably why you're vegetarian now. Yeah, because I I don't like you. You've been you've been uh, through that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I know they sound good to a lot of y'all. All right, y'all. So we're gonna have a great day today. We're gonna have some. We got some good music. We're gonna play. And uh, Doc has not. You know what? Uh, I'm not sure which one of the doctors are uh, calling in today because the schedule is a little sporadic right now. Okay. But uh, we got some that will be calling in. All right. And if not, you and I are going to rock it today with a lot of music all information. Right. Let's do it. And I want you all to call in and help us with this show today because we want to see what you got to talk about, what your thoughts were on the um, debate. So here's the number. We don't usually have people call in that much, but we're going to start doing that a little more. Um, so the number is 404-603-8770. 404-603-8770 is the number to call. All right, we're going to kick the show off like we always do with the Black National Anthem. And uh, when we come back, we're going to get this party started with a little music or whichever one of the doctors is calling in. We'll be right back. This is Alvin. And Edmund. On The Real 1100.
Rejuvenation for youthfulness and beauty is trending worldwide. People are getting laser hair removal, Botox, dermal fillers, skin brightening, tightening, lifting, and reshaping. SmartPlex ATL, a comprehensive medical spa, located in East Cobb, 4799 Old Town Parkway. You can also visit us online at smartplexatl.com. Dr. Alexander and his team enjoy pampering you while you receive customized treatments in a beautiful, calming, zen-like atmosphere. SmartPlex ATL, we are your Hollywood destination for exciting, youthful rejuvenation. All right, all right, all right. We're back. This is Alvin. And Edmund. All right, man. We got one of our amazing doctors on the line. Who we got on the line first? This Dr. Alexander. Oh, if you have to ask and you don't have the right one. <laughs> I said amazing. <laughs> I tried to make it sound. I tried to sweeten it up. What's up, Doc? Doc, how you doing? Uh, Edmund, Edmund, I'm doing well. How you doing, Alvin, today? Doing good. Doing, doing good. Well. Doing really, really good. Beautiful outside. Yes, it is. You know, I got to apologize to you guys because normally um, I, I try to be a little bit ahead of time. And, and the last couple of weeks, I have not been ahead of time to hear what your, your discussions are. So I apologize to you for that because I love listening to the conversations that you have and your viewpoints. Um, today, though, I forgot that it was Thursday. I, I, I'm working. I'm talking to patients. We're getting so involved with each other. I was so into them that... Uh, I totally forgot. My nurse walked in. She said, "Dr. Alexander, uh, you're you're supposed to be on in two minutes." <laughs> I, said, <"What?" laughs> I said, "On what?" She said, "On the radio." I said, "What day is it?" She said, "It's Thursday." I said, "Thursday." <laughs> I'm totally out of it. Right. So uh, I had com- completely not even realized what day it was. Um, I was I was so involved with my patients, I didn't even realize the day of the week. Now, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but, <laughs> you know, I guess it's a level of meditation that I'm in right now. It, it, it has to be. You know what's, what's crazy about that, Doc? And I don't mean to interrupt you, but no, listen I, to this, Doc. Alvin Tell and I had happened. that same conversation. I literally, like, until last night, was I did not know that <laughs> today was Thursday myself. So this is a conversation that he and I was having. I could have swore that it was Tuesday last mm-hmm. night until I was made aware of. And, you know, normally, you know, in the past, you say, well, dang, it kind of slipped my mind. I was thinking today. No, literally, somehow one of those days was just taken out of my week. And and like yourself, I know you're busy, you know, and, and, and I've been doing the same thing as far as on my end, creating samples and the whole nine. But, man, I feel like the, that day was just, Totally taken out of the week for me. But we're here now. You're here. And uh, we're going to go on to this conversation that we, <laughs> we mentioned last week and said that we would talk a little bit more in depth about today. If you're still ready for it. I am absolutely ready for it. And uh, I'm going to give you guys even another perspective. So let's let's get into this and, and talk. And let's see how we can make it useful. Because it's not this is not just about us having a conversation for it to go over people's heads. What we're trying to do, you, me, you know, Alvin, what we're trying to do is we're trying to give you something practical that will help you to change your life and direction in which your life is going in and how you feel throughout the day as you're going through it. Yes. So I think this topic um, is, is very, very important because much of the healing, and when I say healing, I'm not just talking about um, your mental healing. I'm talking about being able to heal yourself physically, being able to heal yourself um, with changing your mindset so that you have a better outlook on life and you're enjoying your life because that's what this life is here for. You can either be miserable or you can enjoy, enjoy it. 
But in order to enjoy it, you have to pursue it. And there's certain things that you need to do in order to keep resetting yourself back to that. Because if you don't, you will do what a young man did a, a few weeks ago that, that really breaks my heart because um, he was, I only knew him a short amount of time, but he was so, such an inspiration to my life. But what happened was we were so wrapped up into ourselves. And again, this goes back to a type of meditation that we're going to talk about in a minute, that he was so positive all the time that we didn't hear his pain. Mm. And he was hurting deeply about things that he was confused about in this life where he thought he should be at 31 years of age. And he took his life. Um, and it was because he couldn't reset himself. He couldn't get that clarity. And so this meditation that we're talking about allows you to get clarity yes. about what's really important in your life. And a lot of times it's not about your finances. It's not about you know what somebody said. It's what you feel about yourself. And when you get that clarity, you will not be confused about what other people think about you or what they're saying, but you'll have clarity as to your purpose in life. So let's talk about this, fellas. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, today, I want to talk about gamma waves, L-A-V-E-S, waves. Mm. We talked about alpha waves, and that's when you wake up in the morning and you feel this wonderful creative mind about you and we talked about how you can disrupt that by starting your day too soon jumping up running around um, not maybe you know if you take a shower sometimes that helps to maintain that but if you sit down and you meditate it really helps but one of the things that takes those those alpha waves and it disrupts them and allows them to be more chaotic and not as as um uh, group together so that you can utilize them is when you take electronics and you start using the first thing when you get up in the morning. Mm. It, 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 it affects your creativity, your creative mind, and what you have stored up throughout the night when you're recharging and you're getting back to um, what nature really has for you. You're more in tune with nature when you sleep and you do it properly, probably than when you're awake sometimes. Mm. Yeah, so, I believe that. Theta waves is where you have uh, relaxation, and meditation really exploits that level because when you go into a theta state, you have this total peace and relaxation state. Um, and then the other stage is one of gamma waves, and that's a little different. This is what the monks and the gurus actually do. When you hear about them able to stop their breathing or slow it so much that you can't detect it, um, when they're able to decrease their blood pressure, when they're able to cure disease, it is with the gamma waves. And that's a whole different level of meditation. So I have a question, Doc. Yes. In your field of study for medicine and, and stuff, or, and medical stuff, and a lot of times the doctor always says you need plenty of bed rest. You have to get plenty of rest, 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 rest. How much of uh, meditation and rest are equally the same, or is resting the same as meditation when it comes to when you all prescribe make sure you get plenty of rest plenty of rest and then how much does that actually affect the condition you have well it's it's probably one of the major things because one is to go to sleep doesn't mean you're really resting mm. and so that's really important and so we have to be speaking the same language when we say rest we mean that the body in total is is going down for um it's regeneration period and that can be done while you're awake I mean resting can be where you just 
get away from all the work that you're doing and all the hectic part of life. Mm -hmm. But it also is that as the if you get in tune with nature, as we start to get to dusk at night, okay, mm -hmm. uh, we start to produce more melatonin uh, around dusk. It starts to produce melatonin is that sleep induction hormone. It's also the one that gives you color in your skin, but it's a sleep induction hormone. As you get closer and closer to sleep, you start producing more and more melatonin. Some things that actually stop the melatonin from producing is light, and especially blue light that comes from computers and phones and electronics. They actually inhibit the production of melatonin so that when you need to really go to sleep, you're not able to. And what they found physiologically, and uh, you know, the monks have talked about this, the gurus have talked about this, but now science is starting to test what these guys have been talking about for centuries. I mean, thousands of years, not just centuries, thousands of years. They have been talking about this. They've been studying this on their own and developing their own science. And now our modern science can actually measure brain activity and physiologic activity when you go into these different states of restfulness. And so, yes, restfulness is very important, but it cannot be separated from all the other things that you do in your life. It cannot be separated from the active portion of prayer in your life. It does something that changes a mental state as well when you try to connect with the Almighty. Uh, they've seen, you know, where the brain waves actually change, the physiologic change. And, and I'm going to give you four things that, that really um, they're able to measure with these four concepts in just a second. Mm -hmm. But also what you eat is important. When you eat, we talked about preparing yourself for rest. If you have a lot of um, stimulants in your body and you try to go to sleep at night, mm -hmm. even when you sleep, it will not be very restful. So when you wake up in the morning, a lot of people who smoke and drink coffee, drink a lot of coffee, they'll need a cup of coffee when they get up or they'll need a cigarette and a cup of coffee to get themselves mm -hmm. going. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they're tired when they wake up. And so mm -hmm. they're forcing their system to keep moving when their system really is saying, it's begging them to, to slow down for a minute, mm -hmm. you know. Slow the mind, slow the body, bring everything together. There's a biologic clock in every cell in the body, and they need to be synchronized. It's not just a biologic in your brain. It's every cell. So the GI cells, the GI tract, needs to be resting the same time that the heart is resting, the same time that the pancreas is resting, the same time that uh, your brain is resting. All those things need to rest together. But if you're eating foods, then the GI tract is working, and the brain's trying to rest. They're not synchronized. And what happens is you're going to have fogginess and fatigue, mm. and the body will be a strong. So we have to speak the same language when we're talking about rest. Some people say rest, they mean just go ahead and go to sleep or find some, some downtime where you're not doing things. No, it's a total package. We cannot separate any of these things and think that we have a whole body when we fragment it out. See, Can't do it. And, you know, Doc, I, I'm, I'm learning... I'm learning uh, after talking to you about meditation. I'm really trying to incorporate meditation and sleeping properly and understanding what the difference is uh, and to, tr to see if I do feel any different. And I do notice when I uh, eat, like if I eat at night, eat anything at night, if I'm taking a break or working and then eat popcorn or something, I feel different in the morning when I do if I were to just drink some water and go to bed. I wake up refreshed when I drink water and go to bed as opposed so to eating something. 
the mystics and the gurus have talked about this a lot, and I think science is trying to catch up with it now. You know, all those things that these guys have been talking about, uh, and I'm not saying everything that they're, they're talking about is, is truth. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm, what I'm trying to do is say the science that we're able to test now says that you're absolutely correct, that what you're feeling is something that really happens physiologically, uh, and, and that the, the body will not stay in all of the different... It has to transition through the different brainwave states in order for you to have um, total restfulness, okay? And if certain body functions are going, it, it just doesn't happen well. So what the, the, the gurus and mystics think is that what they talk about is that your stomach should be empty mm-hmm. at least two hours when you get ready to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And they said that the, the sensation that you have is not one of hunger. We call it hunger sometimes, but it's, it's, a, it's a sensation of being empty. Mm-hmm. And we have learned that when our stomachs are empty, that we need to fill them back up because we don't want that sensation. Right, right. And there's a difference between a lack of being hungry and having no nutrition mm-hmm. and having plenty of nutrition and having an empty stomach. Right. There's a difference. <laughs> and so we should sleep with an empty stomach. And you will not die. You will not, um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, know, you will not really be hungry. As a matter of fact, you'll be even be more energized and mm-hmm. you will need less sleep. And then you will learn to do some restfulness during the day. Mm-hmm. So. Do we have that extra 15 minutes today? Well, we 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 did, but we didn't plan it because both of us, like you, forgot about Thursday and we didn't get a chance to market it like we were supposed to. Remember, we were supposed to advertise it. I've been telling people about it, but we okay. didn't put it out like we were supposed to. And I want them to get this because I think, like we talked about last time, meditation is so key to a good state of mind. And I want you to be able to just go all the way with it. But we didn't plan it like we were supposed to as far as advertising and marketing. And so Dr. Hines... Is right is right is right behind your show. She we didn't even schedule her up for the other part of the show. So, okay, okay. So how how would you like to do this then? Because we so we got to get this so, in. So the next the next week we we do we'll his first hour will be the half hour. We'll, you know we we'll go from three fifteen to three forty five. So that'll be, and so we're announcing it now. So people okay. that are listening will yes. understand that next week Doctor Alexander will be on from three fifteen all the way to three forty five talking about meditation, the impact and the the effects thereof. And nobody won't forget it's Thursday. <laughs> yeah, and, it's, and we're gonna talk about different types. Yes. Uh, but, we're gonna, but we're gonna give you what I'd like to do next week is give you something very, very practical to get started right away. Um, because this I'm telling you, it absolutely, absolutely, absolutely works without you doing there's so many different types of meditation that's out there. But this one connects the heart to the brain. See what you okay. Mm. okay. Okay. That's what we're going to do. All right. All right. So, next, right. look, y'all. Looking forward to a heart to the brain connection. Heart, heart to, to the, the brain, brain connection. And, and, and on time, we'll go. So, nobody will forget it's Thursday, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, thank you so much. We appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Doc. All righty. Enjoy right. talking to you. Enjoy yourselves. Love you guys. Yeah, and we'll talk now. to you next week. All, All right. right. Be safe. Be blessed. Okay. All right, y'all. That was Dr. Alexander. Uh, and when we come back, we will have Dr. Hines. We'll be back. Hi, I'm Dr. Carissa Hines of Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa, and I'm here to help you make sense of medicine. Join me every Thursday at 11 a.m. for clear, informative conversations about health issues. Don't be intimidated by fancy medical speak. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. to learn what questions to ask your doctor about your medical conditions. Call me and let's talk about your health. 
Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on Real 1100 a.m. You can also call in at 404-603-8770 with your medical questions. All right, y'all, we're back. We're back. This is Alvin, and we have Mr. Um, what's my co-host name? Edmund. <laughs> I'm just playing, y'all. We have Dr. Hines on the line. Doc, how you doing? Hello. I'm great. Hey, lady. How are you all this week? Doing how well. You doing today? I got a question for you. Okay. I'm going to give you, um, and don't faint when I ask you this question. Oh, boy. What do you think about the debate? So I was at work, so I didn't really watch it. Okay. Um, and I wasn't going to watch it anyway because okay. it, no matter what, it wasn't going to change uh, who I vote for mm-hmm. and what I think about the other candidates. Mm. Um, and so I knew that I would only come away from that aggravated and irritated, and I decided just to preserve my peace. You did the right thing, because I was looking for your number to, get, to call and me in a prescription, but I couldn't find your number. <laughs> 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 well, but, you know, I have seen snippets of it, and um, it was exactly what I thought it would be. Mm. Just a complete dumpster fire. This is, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Doc, yeah. um... You become a little popular on uh, on uh, on Old Fashioned Health Network. I keep looking at your stance. Yes, you are. I'll send you the report. <laughs> okay, well, I love it. Mm-hmm. You're doing an absolutely amazing job. People are enjoying you. You have such great Thank information you. that you share. And your show. Thank you so much. Your show today was quite an interesting show. I didn't get a chance yes. to listen, but uh, I saw the topic. I said, "Oh, this is going to be so good." And then the next day, I know I looked up. It was time for me to come in here. It was time. See there, you, you got to carve out some time for a medical I, minute. I, I always know. do. I don't know how. You know, I miss, you know the whole week has been <laughs> kind of off. Like we couldn't. Yes. It like the week went by so fast, and then I had uh my I, I had a uh, family uh, issues going on this weekend with my uh just it was just a lot going on. I had death in the family. Sorry to hear stuff. that. Yeah. But, oh wow. Yeah. yeah so sorry it was to hear a that. lot going on. So, all right, Doc, tell us what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, what you got for us, Doc? So, so today I did the show myself. I didn't have a guest today. Um, and we talked about disability, what it is, how to apply, and, you know, what kind of things happen if you are denied, as many, or I would say even most, um, people will, uh, will face a denial at least once in their disability application process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so... Um, what my listeners now know, um, I have a disability consult practice um, that I operate where I take people through the disability process either as a new application um, or most commonly as an appeal after a denial. Hmm. And um, so, you know, we were just talking about some challenges like what it is. You know, this program started in um, 1935, I believe. That was Roosevelt um, administration. Mm-hmm. And initially um, provided um, income replacement for people who were disabled, um, whether they were injured on the job or not. And, you know, of course, that program has expanded and has evolved over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's, it falls under Social Security, under the Social Security Administration, under their $144 billion budget. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, about 2 million people apply for disability every year. Mm-hmm. And about 
only about 30% of those first-time applications are approved. So you have a tremendous number of people who are being denied, and we talked about the reasons um, for that. And so I'll share that that bit of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, I'll go back. So just talking about your first um, your first application um, and the steps to that. So, of course, you know, when you first apply for disability, Social Security will determine if you have enough income credit um, to qualify to get the to get this income replacement to participate in the program, um, and so you earn these income credits through um, tax deductions from your wages. So when you look at your pay stub, the FICA F I C A, mm-hmm. that is the federal insurance, and I can't remember what the CDA stands for, but basically that is you paying into the disability. Um, the disability program. Mm-hmm. And as you contribute, you earn credit. So every quarter you earn a credit, every every quarter that you are gainfully employed, um, you earn a credit. And so when it is time for you or when it is time for you to apply for disability, should that be your situation, uh, Social Security will look at the number of credits that you have earned over your time of work um, and look at your age, you know, there's it's a it's a formula, um, so it's not the same for everybody because it depends on how how old you were when you started work and how old you are when you're going through the disability process. Okay. Um, and so they look at that and they say, you know, do you have enough credit? That, you know, basically, have you paid enough into the system to now get something back? Um, and if that is true, then your application moves forward. Uh, from there, a, a disability adjudicator will look at your application, like what you have said is your impairment and what others have said about you. So your medical records from your primary care physicians or specialists, whatever you have, whoever you've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and also if you have had to see a disability examiner. Um, now, in my early career, I did these exams for DDS. Um, where it is an objective exam, mm-hmm. where you are really focused in on whatever the claimant says the impairment is. Um, so, you know, I use back pain as an example a lot in the show today because that's kind of the easiest example right. um, to to work with. Um, you know, so if you if you're complaining, hold on. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, I'm here. Okay. Sorry, my phone was trying to be a part of the show as well. <laughs> um, so if you have back pain, then when you go for this disability examination, back pain is going to be the thing that is focused on um, in the exam. And so, you know, just giving some tips about this exam, you know, that you, one, you do want to show up because if you don't show up for the exam, then your application will automatically be denied wow. because it is incomplete. Hmm. Um, yeah. Um, and so... You know, you, you want to show up on time. You want to bring everything that you need for this exam. Um, you know, and I tell people that you want to show up as your worst self to this exam. <laughs> Does that mean so, as, yeah. in, as in when you say your worst self, are we talking about actual physically looking like disheveled and all that? No, no, no. So you want to be clean because we appreciate that. <laughs> okay. But you don't want to... You don't want to look so well that it is difficult for me to see what your disability is. Mm, don't come in there with a modern suit on and everything, looking like you're all right. No, shoes. no, no. How how you look doesn't matter. Like you can you can have on whatever kind of clothes. But here's what I'm here's what I mean by that. The um, physical now, aspect. There, there's some. 
Exactly. There's some exceptions to this. Now, of course, if you are coming in because of heart conditions or something like that, blood pressure, please take your blood pressure medicine because I don't want to have to send you to the emergency room um, <laughs> because your blood pressure looks crazy because mm-hmm. that does happen. Um, but if you have back pain, let's say, and again, only because that's the easiest example. So if you come in with back pain and let's say you're supposed to use some type of an assistive device, mm. like a cane or a walker, okay. you want to make sure that you bring that. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Because everything that I see as an examiner, I'm going to report. Right. So I will say that this person, you know, can, and I'm looking at you from the minute you walk in the door. So I'm looking at how you walk. So are you walking? Are you limping when you walk or are you walking normally? Are you using your assistive device as you are supposed to? Um, Can you not do things without your assistive device? So again, with back pain, if I ask you to squat down to the floor and recover, you know, stand back up. If you can do that without your assistive device, then again, I'm looking at why do you even have this? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but then if you absolutely have to rely on that assistive device, then that again is going to be reported that you could not do this on your own. You had to have the assistive device. Okay. Okay. So that's what I mean by showing up as your best self. Because I've had people when I used to do the exam, um, (laughs) you know, people would come in complaining of back pain and they're dropping it like it's hot, you know, with no ease, you know, with no problems. They're just dropping it and bringing it back (laughs) up. And I'm like, your back hurts? Okay. If you say so, fine. But they, I have they to forgot. report what I see. <laughs> you know, so that's why I tell people, you know, don't go, you know, don't take all of your medicine and you're in there feeling great. You know, I want to see where you hurt. I want to see what your impairment is because if I don't see it, I can't report it. And if I can't report it, then that doesn't support your claim. Awesome. Quick question for you. Earlier yeah. you mentioned that you have to, like, um, gather credits over the, the years that you've worked. So mm-hmm. now with those credits, is that based on the time of years or the amount of years that you spent working and putting in for those credits? Or is it based on your salary? Yes and yes. Made? Okay. Um, so the amount that you contribute through that FICA, of course, is based upon your, your income, what you earn. Okay. But the number of credits is based on the duration of your work. Mm. So if you have worked 10 years, for a company and you know you've gotten paid all those 10 years we assume because nobody's working for free then every year you earn four quarters for uh, credits excuse me so at the end of that 10 years you have 40 credits okay what about what if you so self-employed that's how, that's how it works what if you self-employed um, if you are self-employed there's a thing called SECA s-e-c-a the self-employed uh, contribution so you can still pay into the the Social Security tax. That's the tax that self-employed people pay. Mm-hmm. And the credits work the exact same way. Does the money come out the same bucket or is it different? You still part of that $140 billion? Yes. Okay. Because you are paying to the same thing. You're okay. just paying as a different type of employment. Mm-hmm. So the FICA is for someone who is employed by someone else. And SICA is for someone who is self-employed, but the money goes into and comes out of the same pot. Okay. Okay. Great information. Mm-hmm. Now, my, I said my next question is, you know, a lot of times people yep. think when you have to apply for disability and they come to you, then they would think they need to pay you money up front. But is that, 
it doesn't work like that, right? So it all depends. So if you come to me as a consultant, as I am now, yes, you do have to pay me beforehand or at the time of your service. Okay. Um, but when I worked for DDS, um, it was a different, the, the claimant didn't pay anything. Mm-hmm. Um, the fees, you know, the fees for the physicians is paid by DDS. So all of the, the physician exam and any testing that DDS orders, DDS pays for. So the claimant doesn't have to pay anything at all under that situation, under those circumstances. So what's the service where you, when you apply for disability, that if somebody mm-hmm. does your disability <clears throat> for you as an assistant, they assist you doing it, then you put their information down and then they right. pay, pay them. That's, that's different than what you do, right? So, right. If you have someone else that fills out your paperwork, mm-hmm. you have to tell, you have to tell DDS that someone else filled this out for me. Um, because they do that because you, they don't want to have any um, instances of fraud mm-hmm. where someone is filling this out and maybe they are representing you well and maybe they're not, mm-hmm. um, or someone is standing in for you and, you know, you get approved, let's say, but the money never comes to you, it's going to them. So that's why you have to let someone, you have to let DDS know on the form. And there's a place on the form that says, you know, Someone filled this out for me, and you need to give their their information. Okay. Okay. All right. I, I know. So, lot. go ahead. No. What were you going to say? I, I, there's a, a person that I know that's been trying to get disability for seem like six years, and have not been able to uh, to get the disability. Would would that be a particular reason? I mean, definitely needs the disability for sure. So here is the thing um, when. When we as, as lay people look at someone and say, yeah, you should probably be disabled, the, criteria, the actual criteria mm. um, with disability are just so stringent and just very, very different um, from what you would imagine. So uh, I'll give you a really, really wild example. So let's say you are in an industrial accident and you lose your hand or your arm, mm-hmm. right? Disability will say, you know, uh, the the lay person, the average person will be like, you lost your whole arm. You can't work. Right. Mm -hmm. Disability will say, well, what can you do with that other arm? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Wow. Right. So those are, you know, the the criteria are just wildly different from what we think someone should be disabled as opposed to applying those criteria. Now, that one-armed person may very well get disability, but the criteria will be applied, um, you know, and they are somewhat stringent. Right. So it's basically based um, now, on th- their decision, you know, um, of whether so, you are or, or not. Well, and so, and that's where, you know, when we were talking on the show, where it becomes so important to present, to present yourself as you are. Okay. Right. Um, because everything works towards your claim. So you want to make sure that your application is filled out completely and correctly, because if it is incomplete or if it is incorrectly completed, that will be a denial. Um, No matter what you look like, because you won't even get to the part of the exam. If you have an exam and, you know, you don't go like, so for example, if you come for your exam, but you're also supposed to go and have an x-ray done. Mm -hmm. If you come for the exam, but you don't get the x-ray done, that is an incomplete application and it is denied. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yes, definitely. So, 
So you got to make sure, or if, and here's another thing, if you have seen your primary care doctor or specialist Mm -hmm. and DDS doesn't get any of those records, there is a lack of what we call medical evidence. Mm -hmm. So there's a because there's a lack of medical evidence, then DDS cannot determine if you really do have this impairment mm. or you don't. And so guess what? Denied. Denied. So, so what- there are a lot of ways that you can end up on the denial side of it. Um, but, you know, all hope is not lost if you get a denial. There are ways, there are four steps to, um, to appeal a decision. Okay. Um, so you can have... Um, you can request a reconsideration, and that is where companies like my company comes in. Um, I do a lot of appeal work. Um, and so what I will do, like I, I would not recommend, I do not recommend to people that you go through this appeal by yourself. Um, you definitely want to get someone who is an expert and has experience in doing this because there's a certain way that things should be written. Um there's a certain, you know, there's certain language. And then also for myself, when I comb through the medical record, there may be some things that DDS would be looking for that didn't get mentioned because the person doing it didn't know. Okay. Okay. You so, know? So it's pretty um, much. Every- so, so that's the first thing. The next three steps of the appeal, um, you can, uh, you know, so if your, your request for reconsideration is denied, okay. um, then you can go in front of an administrative law judge. Um, so that's where, you know, when people say, you know, I'm applying for disability and I've got an attorney, that is that step when you're trying to get in front of an ALJ. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can appeal that further. So you can appeal that to um, the, uh, the the next one is a, a higher level than the ALJ. And then the final one is where you file a civil suit mm. um, in, in your district court. Yeah. So that's that's a big thing. I have never I've never had experience with anyone who's had to go that far, um, but it's it's a step. So you know you do have recourses if you are denied for your disability. But you know most people, like I said, initial applications only thirty percent of them are going to be approved the first time. So seventy percent are going to go through are going to be denied and have to go through an appeals process of some sort. And that was my um, question. So, I was going to say, is, is yeah. it pretty much, you know, your first time applying, look for a denial and pretty much be ready to apply a uh, second time? To appeal. To so, appeal. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's one of the questions that people ask me, too, is, um, you know, should I reapply or should I appeal? And I always recommend that people appeal because if you reapply, but you're presenting the exact same information, you're going to get a denial again because you haven't presented anything new and they keep a record of how many times you have applied there you know you have a file um so every time that you apply and then every time it gets denied you know all of that is a part of your disability file for lack of way of putting it is there anywhere where like information like this can be provided for listeners who are maybe like older or may not necessarily have someone to assist them with the application process where they can, you know, make sure everything is pretty much covered on their part on the first time applying. Because we're, how how much time between the denial and... Um, was, yes. Yeah, like like trying to... not I, won't, I don't want to say reapply because you said not to reapply, but what was the word you used? Appeal. 
So appeal. between mm-hmm. between the, not, the denial and the appeal, is there a certain amount of time that someone must wait in between that? Nope. No? Okay, so nope. instantly, if you receive the denial letter, you can, you can appeal it. You can put your appeal, appeal in the next day if you wanted to. Now, that process, is that a long period of waiting for them to go through, you know, everything that they need to do in order to check the records and get back so, with you? So it all depends on the volume that your particular DDS field office is working with. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because they, um, I want to say they try to put, um, give answers between 60 and 90 days. Okay. Um, sometimes faster, sometimes a little bit slower. Um, but again, you know, I tell people before you even apply, get all your ducks in a row. Okay. So you want to make sure that, you know, you get the form. And if you don't understand how to fill it out, get somebody who is willing to put their name on the form mm-hmm. to fill that out for you. Um, when you talk with your primary care physicians or your specialists, you know, give them a call and say, hey, I'm applying for disability so that they know that they will be expecting a request for your record, so, you know, and, and you want to make sure if you go into the office and do that release of information so that your doctor has permission to share these records with DDS. Um, you want to make sure that you list all of the doctors that you have seen about a particular problem. Um, so that way, you know, DDS gets the complete picture of all of the records, you know, everything that's in there. So, for example, again, with the back pain, you saw your primary care doctor and you ended up having to have surgery, but they don't get the re- the reports from the surgeon because you didn't tell them the mm-hmm. surgeon's name. Right. That is a that is a critical piece of information that might help you that they don't have. So let me ask you and, this. Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, no, I want to make sure that the people the listen because this. I, I mean, we got like we just got questions here. We trying to go down. We want to ask, but we don't want to keep because sure. we got to go to the next. But it, you no say problem. you have a service. Can you give the listeners information how they can get in contact with your office to be able to? Because uh, you can you can answer these questions with your with that we have right. Most certainly. Okay. So the best way to, um, if you have, if you just have just a general question that you just want to ask, mm-hmm. um, the best way is to reach me through my Facebook page, and it's Freeman Moore Medical Consultant. Okay. Um, that's who we are on Facebook. Okay. Um, on the website, on the web, we are www.freemanmoremedical.com. Okay. So that's F-R-E-E-M-A-N-M-O-O-R-E. M-E-D-I-C-A-L dot com. Okay. Um, and then you can read about, you know, what we what we do, the services that we offer, um, and, and the, you know, of course, the fees and such things and how we can help you um, with that. So I will share one last story of how I got into disability. So my friend um, asked me if I would help her uncle. Okay. Um, and so her aunt had been in the military and had been injured while while in the military and had tried to get disability, but was denied. And unfortunately, at this point in time, her aunt had passed away. And so her uncle was still trying to get the disability rating for her because, of course, then that changes the survivor benefits and that kind of thing for for the surviving spouse and for any minor children. And so, you know, I got her file, wrote her appeal letter, and managed to get her approved for disability, even though she had passed away. Wow. 
which was an incredible win for her family because not only did they get disability payments from that moment going forward, they also got the back pay. Mm. See, that that's from why yeah, Doc, I want you to uh, send me your link because I want to add it yep. to our website. We, Most we, certainly. We, we add to Old Fashioned Avenue we, website as well and uh, so that people have access to it. Cause there, I know there's a lot of listeners just you know, got a lot of questions about either whether they got denied, what do they need to do, and all this stuff. So I really appreciate sure. you talking about that. And make sure you send me that information so I can add it to our website. I'll be happy to do it and happy to help anybody that I can. Doc, thank you so very much. Thank you so much. Thank Doc. you. And have a, all great, right now. have a great weekend. Y'all have a great week. We'll you talk too. next Thursday. All right. Be safe. Bye. Bye-bye. Man, that was some really good information. Yeah. I know a lot of people that are struggling with disability trying to get different disability and they can't get it. You hear no about reason. it a you lot. I'd be like, what? A lot. And you you know the people need this. Yeah. I'm seeing some people like, you, you, they need it bad. But, but Doc gave some great advice in regards to some of the things that you may not think about, you mm-hmm. know, because most of the time you, you want to, you know, look your best and feel your best, even right. if you're going to the doctor, just going right. out, period. And at that point in time, that's not necessarily the time that you want to do no, that. No, not at all. You know, because their visual aspect is where it's physical, you no. know, so you need to be in the right state of mind. Going all in. right. We're going to uh, take a break here. We come back. We're going to, I thought we was, uh, we, we, had, we planned to play a song. Then we're going to come back to our uh, next half of the segment where we're playing a whole bunch of music and entertainment. That was a great segment. Thank you all so much. This is Alvin. And Edmund. On The Real 1100. We'll be right back.
The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Are you looking for compassionate, knowledgeable, and affordable pet care? Then Just for Pets Wellness Center is just right for you. We are located in the Bella Rosa Shopping Plaza at 8911 Daniels Parkway, Suite 7 in Fort Myers, Florida. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And on Saturdays, by appointment. Call us today at 239-270-5721 or visit us at www.just4petsfl.vet. And we're on Facebook and Instagram, too. Make me never wanna get out of bed. Make me never wanna get out of bed. 
Hi. Vivian Green, get okay. out and uh, um, you better get out and work. And then we had uh, B. Angie B. Don't want to lose your love. And now we finna play some other good music. We finna have our the, the next half of this hour. Yeah, it's gonna be having us some fun with some music. All right, let's all right, do, right, let's do, do it. Do. But let me say this real quick to all of the listeners that's listening. Please be sure to tune in next Thursday. We're gonna have deep conversation regards to meditation and consciousness. And We're gonna extend and the health benefits thereof. Please listen, tune in, call in the whole nine. Just want to put that little plug in there. Yep, and that and that's important because we can we can uh, give you some other alternatives to a better healthy lifestyle and and uh, dealing with things better. It's amazing how meditation can be so impactful. Yeah. And you hear about meditation all the time. Is that so? Okay, let's play this next song. <laughs> All right, we got this next song coming. I believe this is going to be Edmund's music. This is Alvin. And Edmund. On the real 1100.
Right, that was Ten City. You remember Ten City? I didn't know the name of the group. That was Ten City song, from I, Chicago. I, I that's like, house okay, music. That, I know about house music. Now, wait a minute now. I said I didn't know the name of the actual artist, but yeah, I'm familiar with the song. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And the one prior to that was Miss Mickey Howard. Mickey Howard. Baby V. Mine. Oh, but the one I'm going to play next, I think this next one's my song. Okay. That's coming we'll up see. next. We'll see. Hopefully yeah. it's not mine. <laughs> Why you pointing at him? Is his song? It might be my song because well, he just played yours, dude. Okay, well, he's going to play two. This one will be right. yours and the next one will be mine. All right, we'll speak on it when we come back and let him know the people. But, uh, yeah, that was Miss Mickey Howard right there, Baby Be Mine. That I love. Uh, you know she was my, so Okay, Mickey her. Howard, Renee and Angela, and all those all just to me them. is just like. Music. 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 Real music. And it's something that hits you when you hear it. Wait till you hear my song next. And this is one of your favorites as well. Especially, but we're going to listen to yours and then mine. Especially if you got a sound system. If you got... Back, remember, You're talking about with the big speakers with, I, the, uh, listen. with the, uh, the big old wooden speakers like the kind Jerry still got at home. Did he, Jerry you know, still he got them? Album covers and everything. Dude, he has a record. The, the, Jerry, do you have a record player? Yes. Dude, you got a record player? Yes, Man. Jerry got... I'm telling you, Jerry got like the old school, old school stuff. And it's... You got them Kenwood speakers. 
uh, uh, what, what are the other speakers? Um, uh, Bose. Mm-hmm. My cousin put me up on those back yep. in the day. Those were like the best quality, best sound. You got your highs, your mids, your bass. So get this, y'all. That. I'm going to tell you, this is the good thing about the coronavirus. The coronavirus, if we're going to find what some good What did you say now? The good stuff about the coronavirus okay, is taking, back to, taking people back to the old school way of and appreciating stuff. Because the newer stuff, you're not able to do anything with. Like you can't. Apple is having a hard time producing phones right now because they can't get anything made. So you're going back to is that. So yeah. <laughs> so what are, are people going back to like pen and paper? Traditional now? stuff, like oh. all that paper. You didn't use up all them false paper. I t- listen, everybody. Before this even popped off like that, I was telling y'all get your, get your a pen and paper. Get used book. to using it. <laughs> somebody, yeah. And I heard somebody else said, make sure you plant your own food. You need to learn how to plant your own food. I, I did. I was able to do the uh, small version of the um, Urban Garden this year. Oh, really? That was like one of my goals on my to-do okay. list, you okay. know, from last year. Okay. I said this year I wanted to do the Urban Garden. So what I was, I didn't get to do it as large as I wanted to, but how long? I what I was that. able to do was plant a few seeds. So I got like the lemon trees growing and um, a few other things or whatever. And then I added some plants in there that I purchased from, I call her my plant lady. And I eventually want to get her on here and talk about the importance of that too. But, you know uh, what? Yeah. You're going to pass by. You know where I live, right? Mm-hmm. And next year, I'm going to have a whole stalks of corn and everything right there on that. Where? On my back. <laughs> How you? You know, but actually, you know what? I was joking with somebody about that, and they told me they have, have you heard of a community garden? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they have community gardens. But that's supposed to be on the rooftop, not on the balcony, but I'm going to have me a whole, I'm, I already thought about it, but I'm wondering, they're probably, I wonder if there's an ordinance against that. Probably depend on, depends on what you're growing. You know. Okay, we're what kind of seeds you gonna be planting uh-uh. over there? <laughs> Look, y'all, we're gonna go to this next song. We'll be right back.
so what do you want to do I'm here baby I'm ready baby I'm waiting on you believe me I am patiently waiting Some of the other music, you go and get a gun, <laughs> a knife, and a loud car. That's the difference between the music now. One make you do one thing, and the other one make you do another. Although the music that make you get a car and a knife and a gun, there's a message in it. Barry White and has a, a message And there's a time it. for it. It ain't never no time to be doing something this crazy, but Barry White got a message to be like, let me let me get you some flowers. Let me get you some. We won't, let me let you relax. Let me let you listen to nature. Let me let you listen to the soul. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. listen to some other rap, and you'd be like, let me go get my gun. I'm going to show them. <laughs> what, what, you know what I'm saying? It just make you, but, it puts you on 10. But let me let me say this real quick, because I know we got to go. Okay. But the, the great thing about it is if you listen now to um, a lot of the music that's being created now, mm-hmm. when I say now, not that you've heard on the radio airways, but the newer artists, they're going back and pulling a lot of that love music from they the 90s really and are. recreating yep. it, and they're slowing that groove down. So it's like a Corona. whole generation that has the knowledge of it, you know, that you can relate to, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So they're pulling you mean those we can, relate, we can relate to. But when I say that, I'm talking about, like, there, there was one in between that may not get it. Because if yeah. they didn't listen to their parents playing that, see, the way we were able to connect to it we is listen we listen to parents. our parents, yeah. you know, and then it transitioned over to R&B, right. you know, and that whole nine. So, yeah, right. we, we going back there, man. Just, right. yeah. I get it. You know, there's a time and a place for everything. And, yeah. and as artists, people vocalize what they see and what they experience. Bang, bang, and, 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 yeah, but. We really think that was Jerry. <laughs> that was Jerry gave us that song. Thanks, Jerry. Yeah, that was Jerry's selection, Barry White. <laughs> All right, y'all, this is Alvin. And Edmund. On the real 1100. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. 
We hope the information provided will help in every way possible. For more information, please visit oldfashionedhealth.com. Tune in at this time next week and stay safe.